This episode of the Duck Gun Podcast proudly brought to you by Gunner Kennels. Gunner Kennels, the market's only double-walled, roto-molded dog crate, and a five-star crash test-rated kennel. These American-made boxes come with a lifetime warranty, and the guys over at Gunner Kennels have done some crazy testing just to show how strong they really are, like dropping 4,000 pounds on it, hammering it with a 630-pound sled, tossing it off a 200-foot cliff, and shooting it with a 12-gauge at seven paces with no pellet penetration. You're hitting the road with your dog this season. Gunner Kennels is your safest bet. Protect your best friend and protect your investment. Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. On today's episode, we're joined by Nevin and Simeon. Uh, They're Elliot's boys, and they go on some awesome hunts, some awesome adventures in Kansas and the youth season opener. So without further ado, let's hear a word from our partners, and then we'll jump right into the podcast. Hey guys, Tim from HTR here. If you really want to get your group up front and in the action, check out our new HTR A-frame. Hunt anywhere, concealed. It sets up and takes down in less time than it takes to put your waders on. We've developed our own camo patterns for a better hide with more designs coming. We have you covered from the sides and the top. Oh, and did I mention, our A-frame is only 10 pieces out of the box? Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and on htrinnovations.com. Hey guys, another great company that we have partnered with is Sportsman Taxidermy. And we had Corey on the podcast not too long ago, so jump back, check that one out. Really great content there. Um, but they do everything from waterfowl, deers, turkey, and they've even done a lion at their shop. It's award-winning taxidermy, and they're out of Belton, Missouri. Um, you can reach them at 816-331-5171 or email at taxidermy at outlook.com. And did I mention... If you're not in the area, they also do shipping, so that's great. Be sure to check them out, guys. We'd like to give a big thanks to our partners over at White Rock Decoys. Be a nomad and get out further with more decoys with their lightweight system of windsocks, silhouettes, and fully collapsible floater decoys. What's going on, guys? I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles. Got my co-host alongside me, Elliot Graybeard from Freelance Duck Hunting, and we also have Nevin and Simeon alongside us tonight sharing their youth hunts from this weekend how's it going guys i'm good now, they've been getting on a lot of youth hunts this year i mean we've been taking them out they're gonna be going out a lot more this season um than the past few years so but this past weekend was just the actual youth weekend of hunts so they are excited awesome Awesome. So I guess uh, to get it started, uh, to break the ice a little bit, we're going to go ahead and do um, somewhat of a podcast tradition and go through the lightning round with uh, these guys. So let's jump right into it. Um, what shotgun do you shoot? Start, start with Simeon. Mossberg 12 gauge. 500. 500. Okay. Oh, me, me now? Or yeah. I, okay. Um, Browning 20 gauge. No. 
All right. And then uh, what kind of, what brand of ammunition are you guys running? Uh, it's like Winchester, right? Is that the one? Yeah, the one, the 20 gauge shells that we've had for a long time. The, the ones you did were Winchester. Yes. Yours <clears throat> were federal. Federal. So I am the, the keeper of all everything. So sometimes it's just here, take this, and they take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys you guys go with uh, face paint or uh, face masks? Face masks for sure for me. Um, recently I got into a little bit of face paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On this last hunt, he just smeared face paint all over his face. Nice. It's not a typical formation. <laughs> But I prefer face masks because it's like I get to hide my face and get it that much more comfy as well. So. I prefer face mask because it's less messy. But I guess if I'm trying to act like an idiot, then I'll <laughs> I'll put face paint all over my face. So it's always face paint. Nice, nice. I actually prefer the face paint just because it looks cooler, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, well, wait till you see Simeon's face paint job he did this last weekend before you. <laughs> I don't know if that necessarily. I don't know if that made him look cooler. <laughs> it added something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it definitely made him look funnier. Uh, uh, another one. Uh, do you guys? Uh, let's go. Beard or no beard? How about when you're an adult, beard or no beard? <laughs> Will you? Oh, I, I thought you were saying like uh, like you with a beard. No, like yourself. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think I'd probably like the beard but i don't i really don't know i'll just have to see how old are both of you i'm 15 turning 16 uh uh the 22nd and nevin is uh yeah i'm 15 i'd like just turned that like two months ago yeah this is this is simeon's very last youth in fact he's done with his youth hunts forever or maybe Hmm. maybe no, may, no, next weekend you might get in on one. Is that, is that like the only one before yeah. that date? Uh-huh. Yeah. So is that a, a sad or you know bittersweet feeling? <laughs> well, some of the marshes that are uh, youth marshes, and you can hunt. The adults can hunt on them. It's sad because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it is there, but there are some marshes around here where during the regular season you can have with one kid, you can have one adult shooter. So. Hmm. And and they don't get hunted that much, so we've kind of taken advantage of some of those sometimes. Nice. So I don't so know how many uh, when you're older. Um, I can't grow a beard, but I'm definitely going to have a, a like a long goatee. <laughs> Give it a couple more years. So yeah. I don't know how many uh, late season hunts you guys have been on, but uh, do you guys prefer hunting in the early season or late season? Um, I think I kind of prefer the earlier season because that's like more into like that fall that fall season which is always just kind of a nicer weather to me not too cold <laughs> yeah wait what Especially was the question early season hunts or late season hunts i don't know i shoot a lot more early you've been on a lot more early season hunts i haven't taken them out late season that much it's mostly been early because of all the i mean normally my experience with youth hunters is that they and and these guys are really the point now where they're almost not youth hunters, but like you know, especially when they're 11, 12, 13, they get cold super fast. Mm-hmm. So, mo- almost all of our hunts, in fact, I don't think you've ever you've ever been out late season. 
I think all of our hunts um, where I take them are all early season. At least once. I don't remember one. I mean, I've I've gone winter. Uh, I've definitely hunted winter. Yeah, but most mostly or mostly early season. Mostly yeah. early. I've been on a few later ones though. Yeah, yeah. So, Nevin, Nevin and Simeon. So you guys, this is kind of like your first season hunting a lot. So I guess like previous seasons, how? What would you guys rate yourself as far as like how hardcore of a waterfowler were you like previous years? Maybe let's just say last year on a scale like one to ten. And then like where are you at now? Because it seems like you guys are having a lot of fun and a lot of success you know, this season. And, and has that changed, like, how gung-ho, how uh, hardcore you are into waterfowl? Um, well, I know, like, in previous years, I didn't I didn't actually really go very many hunts throughout the whole year. Just, like, maybe, like, what would you say, like, four or five? A couple in a year. About twice a year I'd get you out. Oh, really? I figured it was more than that. Yeah, about two or three times. No, oh, but, yeah, not, not very much at all. But I think already this season I've been out, like, quite a bit. So automatically that that would boost me up quite a bit i don't really know on a scale of one to ten but now that you're actually shooting a lot of birds and shooting limits are you enjoying it a lot more oh oh yeah like um it feels a lot better feeling like you can hit a bird majority of the time <laughs> yeah yeah how about you last year i i shot my first limit and then now uh now that i've been going out i've been shooting my limit now i'm uh up to 18 du- ducks so far this season which is and way so- more than you shot in your whole life before <laughs> i think yeah. you'd shot i think we figured you had shot about both of them had shot right around 12 birds before the season awesome That's and, great. This, and this year nevin has shot i think 11 and Simeon shot 18 if i'm i think you've been on two hunts this year right uh you shot your limit and then you he's only like, been on two yeah, yeah. That, i've been on two yeah. So both of them are compared to their whole life or real slaughtering them this year and shooting real proficiently. Both of them are nice. Well. Yeah. You know, like that, the first time I got my limit and then I went and got like four more on the next time, you know, mm-hmm. plus that one I lost. Yeah. And yeah. every single time I've been out this season, I've shot my limit. Yeah. So, and let me give a little bit of background to the, both of their hunting careers real fast. Um, just for people that don't watch freelance duck hunting at all. So, um nevin i i got him in the field when he was real early um because when i went through my last divorce um he and i just lived with each other and so there were certain days where if he if i didn't take him with me he wasn't gonna go so i pushed him pretty hard when he was like six and seven and eight to get out with me not a ton of times but sometimes where he could just barely even waddle around out there and i would load him up with all sorts of snacks and drinks and just do whatever I could to keep him happy out there. Um, and he shot his first duck, I think, about four years ago. Man. I think it was about four years ago. Can't believe it was four years ago. And it was a it was a green wing teal. He made an amazing shot on it. Um, and then the year after that, I believe. So Simeon, he became my boy when I married Beth. And so immediately he started going out in two and he shot his first. He actually has the only kill with the 410. We bought the, bought the boys a 410. His first duck was a blue wing teal with the 410. And so, um, and I think that was about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from then, it's been slowly trying to get him out a year. I didn't take him out a ton of times because it's honestly, when they're not proficient, it's really a, it's, it's a, a taking a kid is, 
you have to have so much patience and you have to do so much extra work. And now that they're getting to the point where they're actually kind of pull their own weight and they can shoot and actually kill things. So if I went out hunting with them now and a flock came in, we'd all be shooting versus before it's like, you know, you make sure they get a shot, you make sure they get a bird. And so now that they're actually just kind of guys out there hunting, they're going to go a lot more. So how much longer till you uh you buy a couple more H12s? Well, I actually have um two backup layout boats in my garage. I've got Dan's, which goes totally unused, and I've got mine that I call Old Green. So mm-hmm. our, we have four already. Nice. So we're already kind of equipped, but we'll go. see because those H12s, you know, with the layout blinds, which actually came back on sale, are pretty awesome. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but they're definitely, definitely gonna be going out a lot more especially now that Dan's not hunting. Um, and my dad doesn't hunt as much when it gets cold that really, if we only have a couple guys, I'll always offer it up for them to go. So I plan on them being out a lot more this year. Good deal. All right. Well, I guess let's, uh, let's jump on to the youth hunts and, uh, um, which one of you guys want to go first on that? You want to go first? Tell just tell the story of your hunt on Saturday. Just kind of retell what happened. I can go first if you want. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. So I went out with, you know, uh, who I, I call Poppy, you know, Carl, his dad. Um, fumbles. Yes, fumbles, of course, fumble mitts. So me and him were going out. We actually went down to like basically the same area with Simeon and Aiden, except they went off to a little bit of a different spot than us. And we just kind of split off once we got out of the cars. So um, we got out and just kind of put our boat into this water and just kind of pulled it all the way out to our spot and like hunted from there then he pull you oh for the first um <laughs> i sat i sat in the boat for a small portion of time but then i got out and then pulled it and then the entire way back i also pulled it so i don't want to hear anything else <laughs> yeah well i saw it i was like oh, oh. that's kind of old man. well he offered it <laughs> Here's no, here's here's walked. how that here's how that happened. Here, I would have they're, they're John because at the beginning of the hunt, my I've got on video my dad pulling Nevin, my 75 year old dad pulling Nevin in the kayak, versus vice versa. So I was really paranoid <laughs> about you guys walking in there because my dad told me the plan was is my dad was going to get in the kayak and take off down the creek and Nevin was just going to walk. Well, the 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 channel in that creek with a lot, all the rain we were getting, I wasn't sure how deep it was. So I was really paranoid about them in the dark and my dad just taking off down the creek and Nevin walking 300 yards with in an area in the dark that he hadn't known. So I actually woke up at four and I was texting my dad like crazy, you know, better make sure and keep an eye on Nevin around those channels. Don't just be, you know, so I'm pretty sure that's how you ended up in the boat to begin with. Cause yeah. I was paranoid. He was going to, I mean, I wasn't around. even conducting anything. I wasn't doing um, I just think it was silly. Anyway, uh, I know. And, like, even, uh, like, a quarter of the way there, I got out and pulled. Or maybe, like, halfway or something. But I pulled a lot. I um, think how it should be is, uh, the per- like, the, the younger dude should be lugging the bigger stuff. But yeah, I mean, well, the entire way back, I pulled it as well. Okay. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get to that, the, I'll get to part of that later as well. All right, let's move on. Okay. So, you know, once we actually got there, um, we, you know, we're setting up place we we're gonna be and he actually forgot the wings to the spinner and we actually think that was part of the reason why we didn't get like 
as many decoys as we would have wanted. You better be careful no. the way your hunt went. <laughs> you better be careful where this direction goes. How many shots you shot. <laughs> that doesn't need to be recorded. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we didn't have the wings to the spinner. And basically every single shot I was getting was just a quick pass. So they were coming from, like, behind us. And so by the time I was able to see them, they were in, within shooting distance. It was just, like, very little time to react. He wasn't even able to, like, hardly get the camera up um, fast enough. So constantly, it was, we were just seeing stuff flying just all around, just not even being able to take shots at most of it. It was really, like, uh, really annoying. You basically only had a couple of decoy birds the whole day, right? Like, one or two, like, two, I think, max. And all the rest were just flying around. And, you know, all the ones I shot were just, like, flyby passes that I was luckily able to... How, how long did you guys end up hunting to about? Uh, like, I want to say 10, maybe. And how many birds did you end up with? Uh, Four. So, uh, I, lo I lost one as well. So you knocked down five. Yeah. Recovered four. Yeah. And they it didn't take very many decoys. Yeah, we did not. It and was, they had no spinner. And it, they it was a small little area we were hunting. We could hit also hear some other people around, but we never saw them. Yeah. And what then type on the of ducks back, were they? Um... We, we only saw, like, one group of, like, um, you know, bigger birds. We only, like, almost everything we saw were just teal. Were all you shot all blue wings, or did you some of them were uh, I shot one green, and then all the rest were blue. Okay. Um, yeah, and then on the way back, it was terrible. We were just, like, uh, we, we thought we could take a little shortcut to get to the road faster, but it was just so muddy trying to, like, pull that boat through there with, you know, with your waders on and, getting through that mud it was just like miserable yeah we realized that was not a how deep was it uh not 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 even very it's just like sticky like you yeah. know just like get, get your boot yeah maybe like yeah. how deep was the there. water there oh the water was maybe like at some points up to like the bottom of my yeah. cap so i didn't go on this trip i've been going um out west so many times i figured i better just stay here with the wife and and so aiden took both boys with him on friday and so as Nevin said, Aiden and Simeon broke up in a group and Nevin and my dad broke up in a group and they, they split off that way. So, so you ended up with five or four, four. What about your hunt? Um, like, like he said, we, we started together and then we, then we made, met at the road and, um, we, we unloaded and then we went to, we started off and we got to like trying to find a place and it was pretty hard to find one. So we got, so Aiden was just like, well, how, how about we just hunt right here? And this, they were like the first spot wasn't very like hidden at all, but um, it's kind of hard to remember. And they were supposed to have more layout boats with them, but Aiden's truck had to go into the shop. So we had to take his car. So we were only, they were only able to get one layout boat down there instead of they were planning on getting at least two. And so that really hampered your guys' hunt because, and your guys too, because they just weren't as hidden as what they needed to be probably. And so uh, we set up there and um, uh, it's kind of hard to remember what all happened because it was like it was, a- There's a lot of birds flying. Yeah, there was a lot of birds. Uh, uh, I saw, um, like, saw, I think I saw some pintail. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, there was a lot of wood in and uh, and I saw some teal, obviously. In the first part, so I know a lot about them just because they both filmed and I've just reviewed all, the, all of the film data. So I kind of feel like I was there. But they set up originally in a spot with a lot of weeds and they weren't getting any birds to decoy in the first spot that they were at. But you shot, how many birds you shoot the first spot? Um, Two. I think I shot, yeah. <laughs> I know more about your hunt than you do, I think. <laughs> Probably. I don't, yeah, no, I don't you, know. You watch stuff over and over again. <laughs> so then they decided to make a switch and go to the second spot. Because we weren't hidden and and we weren't getting any more ducks to uh, to come in. But that whole time I was taking, uh, I was having problems with my gun with cycling it and it would get jammed like uh, one, like whenever the first shot, like I would shoot and then the shell would like eject halfway and just come out like that. And then, and then when I went to shoot the other one, I didn't, uh, I couldn't because it wasn't cycled. Yeah. Was that and a so pump? I was having a lot of what? Is your gun a pump? Yeah. It's my old Mossberg 500 that I shot for 20, 20 plus years. And I was having some issues with it when I got my um, A300, but we cleaned it up, really cleaned it good. And we, we you took it out to the clays. And it's the thing is shot perfectly through multiple dove hunts, multiple duck hunts. And now all of a sudden it had serious issues. So we're going to break it back apart and really clean it good again. But so I, I'll tell you before a um, kayak is purchased, it's probably going to be new guns. It's probably what's going to be purchased. So that'd be nice. Sweet. Hopefully, hopefully I can, I can get a new Mossberg. Yeah. So th th this day was cloudy, low clouds, really windy. And it was tough conditions, but how many birds did you shoot? I shot six. What were they? Uh, I shot um, two green wing, two blue wing, and two widgeon. And uh, one of the widgeon uh, we're thinking about mounting. Yeah, we have our first contestant for... So if you guys have been listening before, um, our sponsor, um, Sportsman Taxidermy, they're doing two mounts for Jordan, two mounts for myself. So throughout the course of the year, I'm going to be, when we get a really beautiful drake, it'll go in the freezer. And then at the end of the year, I'll pick two of them. So um, the widgeon he shot is beautiful. It's really, it's really good looking bird. So we've got our first contestant to possibly be mounted in the in the free. And it's just, so he shot his first two widgeon ever. You got to send yeah. me a picture of that. Yeah, they didn't actually get very many good pictures of it, but you'll you'll see it in the video. <laughs> There's one of him kissing it on the mouth. <laughs> that one. Why isn't that posted to your Instagram yet? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Probably should be. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I've got a video. The, the the videography on these hunts was a little lackluster, let's just say. Um, but I'm trying to take the stuff my dad did and the stuff Aiden did and put together one video from it. And I think I'll be able to get that done. So you'll see definitely see the Drake in that, the the Witch and Drake in that video. Awesome. It's it's beautiful. For this early in the season, it's really, really pretty. I've never shot one of those. There are a lot. Well, last that weekend, there were. It's funny because these two guys were hunting probably only a half mile apart. And Nevin and my dad were seeing almost all blue and teal. And Simeon and Aiden were seeing 
wave after wave of widget hmm. and and they actually had um pintail come and hover right over the decoys but i think that was one of your misfires one um, of them i'm yeah. sure i'm sure i've missed I'm, but there was a there was a ton of oh widget around God. this past weekend Man. so hope, hopefully they'll still be here the next coming up the next weekend that that hunt was not my best hunt yeah there was quite a few shells some steel was flung let's just say so is that the only reason it wasn't your best hunt uh i mean besides that i was just having issues with the gun and then i was uh six for 35 <laughs> <laughs> hey all that matters is you got your limit right that's all that matters at the end of the day Good old six for 35. It happens. It yeah, happens. it happens. And they were sitting in their second spot they moved to. They were sitting in such tall cattails yeah, that the visibility was really tough, the too. The cattails would get in the way, and I could not see. And I was getting so frustrated with my gun that I would just stop thinking about looking down the like the barrel and actually like pointing at them. So then I would just miss. Yeah. And it was just getting in my head and everything. And Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst when something gets in your head like that. Just kind of ruins. Like once I once you start worrying about like not hitting ducks, then you stop. Then you just start hitting like like stop. Then you stop hitting ducks and stuff. Yeah. And but then uh, I finally pushed out and stayed long. I I just I'm glad that I stayed as long as I did because then I would would have uh, I I got my limit and everything. It's gonna be. So. You can go just getting like limit after limit, you know. See if we can get like a streak going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think I shot my last duck at like ten, uh, like ten, ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, they were definitely longer hunts than what we'd been doing during teal season for sure. We ended up getting out of there like right around the same time as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, what was the weather like from start to finish on? Saturday. Cold and windy. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit cold. Um, which another reason I'm glad I had that face mask. It um, like fifties or like forty, I think. Started out in the forties. Windy, cold, damp, rainy at first. And I didn't really notice it until we were having to leave. <laughs> I bet you the wind chill was down into the thirties, probably. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. It was pretty cold for that this time did of year. It's cold. Did you sit yeah. in the water? Uh, I did not. Oh, that's why I was colder, because I was sitting in the water. <laughs> I, I hate sitting in the water. That's one thing we got to break Nevin of. He, like, can't stand sitting in the water. It's, it's just like, I, I love being comfortable. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> there was one hunt where he shot his first mallard that I couldn't get him. I just, I wanted him to have fun, so I didn't push him on it. So we sat on the bank instead of sitting out in the water, and we missed we left a lot of birds out there because of that. But, but do you remember how also when you shot when I shot my first mallard, you accidentally took off its head? Yeah, Nevin will never forgive me forgive me because his first mallard he ever shot, which is in season one of FDH, um, he had it. And I was trying to take a picture of him with it, and it it wasn't dead, and it was just like sitting there. You know, like when a duck just is sitting there looking at you with those eyes, and it's just blinking, you know, making you feel so bad. So I grabbed it to wring its neck, and I accidentally popped its head off. <laughs> And it was his first mallard, so man, he still holds a grudge about that. <laughs> I did that to one of my. Uh, I did kind of that this weekend to I to one that. of my to one of my green wing because uh, it wasn't dead. And Aiden went back to go and get his gun so I could use it because my gun was not working at all. And so uh, 
And so, uh, um, and so whenever I like, I looked down and the duck was like flapping around and stuff. And then I was like, Oh, it's just nerves. And then I saw his head was like up and I, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> and then I missed at least two flocks trying to deal with this bird. <laughs> <laughs> decoying as well they were decoying two two flew right over my like right over my head uh and i was freaking out because because this duck was like paddling away whenever i was trying to get it and then i finally got it and then i was wringing its neck and then i didn't uh i wanted to make sure it was dead so i could actually start like like uh go back to hunting so i like kind of vigorously wrung its neck <laughs> and and yeah that thing popped off. no the head didn't pop off it was kind of just like hanging on there by yeah. a strand i saw it it was gross green wings are harder i think to even ring necks than like mallards are because it's just so little but if you do it properly it should be done it takes it's pretty quick and efficient i'm sure i did it on the first thing i was just making we might it. need a adrenaline with their uh Oh, finisher tools. <laughs> yeah, I've got finisher tools somewhere. You hold it in your hand, you put it on your lanyard, and it just goes right up in the back of their head and kills them instantly. It's like it's a little metal point thing. It goes right. <laughs> but I've never used it. I'll have it so I don't have to run into this problem. I was actually going to give it to Aiden because he's terrible at ringing necks. <laughs> I've seen him accidentally torture geese before. <laughs> yeah the first time uh, one of my buddies was showing me how to do that and it was on a Canada um, and he goes and you just take it you take it like this and you go and like the whole Canada goose just like he sent, <laughs> he sent it and he's just standing, standing there with the head and uh, <laughs> the I'm not sure he knew too. I'm not sure he knew what he was doing properly then not that <laughs> I, haven't done that too. I think the whole key the whole key on ringing the neck is, is that the duck you hold the duck downward with your thumb right on the the necks, so you can feel it snap, and you hold it at, down and circle like that instead of get people to do it like that. <laughs> that's that's the bad. That's the way you can't tell when it breaks when you're having it flinging it like that. If you bring it down and do it right by your hip, couple couple swings, and you should be able to feel actually feel the snap. If you're nice. not feeling the snap when you're ringing the neck, you're not doing it, you're not doing it the right way. So is that uh, pretty much the full update on the hunts then? I think so. Uh, so uh, with uh, you guys kind of coming close to the end of your youth um, hunts in general, you know, you got any any advice you'd give to uh, to new hunters or even uh, you know more specifically young hunters coming into the game? Uh, probably just um, listen to whoever you're there with. Just, you know, take what it, whatever they say is, like, law, basically. Just do everything they tell you to do. And also, don't make sure you know where you're pointing your gun. Don't be, like, swinging it around or, like, pointing it at people. That's that's another big Frowned thing. Frowned upon. And, you know, <laughs> just minor. minor thing. What about you? Staying, like, stay as long as you, as long as you can. Don't want, don't, like, be in a hurry of leaving. If you put out longer and you'll get more ducks um, 
and it's a lot more rewarding. And I've done that, and I've gotten. I think that was like my birthday hunt mm-hmm. that I. That whenever they, wanted they were stopping, I st- stuck with it and I stayed there and I and I shot I think four ducks. Yeah, that was fun. That was season season two. That was a fun hunt. I love that video too. That was really like the freaking smash thing originated, right? Yeah, that uh-huh. was the origins of freaking smash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you gonna get a catchphrase for yourself too then? Uh, I don't know. We'll just have to see. He actually came up with, now you're thinking like, Dan. Yeah, that was me. I don't get credit for it. <laughs> he, he actually made that up. Nice. So I don't know if that theme will continue unless we can actually get Dan to come out and hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can, it it could still live on. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, we can still say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to get people doing stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might lose its context after a while. Yeah, it might. It might. It'll be good for the OGs. Yep, that's right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for joining me. You guys are you can stick yeah. around or take yeah, off. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Enjoyed it. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, so... both, both those guys. Both of those guys do a. Now, I mean, I'm kind of in control of their shot selection. So, but uh, neither of them are, are dying to just shoot wild shots. Both of them are real happy and content to take proper shots and they don't just need to pull the trigger constantly. So it's really good, especially Simeon. I mean, Simeon, man, he's super conservative about shots he takes. <laughs> so where do they fall in the spectrum between assassin and the hunter formerly known as assassin? On their well, selection? <laughs> uh, man, Sim- Simeon is crazy conservative with what he'll shoot at. So he, he definitely falls more, um, in that line, he, he but uh, I'd say Nevin is more assassinish. But um, <laughs> Simeon's real conservative about what he pulls the trigger at, which I, I'm perfectly fine with that. I it, when I'm watching the uh, video of him and Aiden's hunt when I'm not there, it's, it's Aiden will say take him lots of times. Simeon's like I didn't want it, and I didn't want it. I'm like, hey, that's fine, man. Pick pick what you feel comfortable with and <laughs> and take it. And both of them have shot really really well this year. I mean, Simeon had that rough day, um, that last hunt, but part of it was gun malfunction and that day that was real low low cloud ceiling and really windy and so just getting birds in over your decoys is hard and on a day where the wind's blowing 20 you know you shoot one shot and they're just like they're just like little they're gone so Mm -hmm. other than that day he's been shooting really really well as has nevin i think nevin went like five for 12 that that day with my dad but both of them are shooting really really well this year and hopefully the next time one shot Weezy goes out, he'll do a little better because he was like, I think, six for 40-ish on that kid's hunt. Um, he went on. But, I mean, he's just an experience. He's more he's more experienced than these two guys. Or he's two years behind Simeon. So it just it just goes with the age and, and with the practice, you know. Yeah. Well, it's great getting him out there, and it sounds like a lot of fun. So <laughs> It is. It, it certainly is. It's really fun to see him come of age and – it's really nice now that they're shooting competently because it's man, it sucks to sit out there with the kid and just watch him whiff and whiff and whiff and whiff. And whiff. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So I guess uh, you know, let's uh go ahead and discuss what we got going on for our weekly update. Um, I guess I'll jump in there first. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of deer hunting. We still have not this weekend, so by the time this one comes out. 
uh, it'll be the next weekend. So we don't open up till October 20th. Um, so I still have, what, like 10 days left? Maybe a little bit more than that, 11. Anyways, yeah, so I still got a little bit. But my goal is still to shoot a deer before then. So I'm, I'm going to get after that and try to get on a deer here with this cold front coming in. We got that weather weather change for us having a big cold front coming in um, from Wednesday to Thursday. It's, you know, dropping 25, 30 degrees um, as the high from one day to the next. So that should get, you know, it should get birds moving for you guys down south and hopefully it gets deer moving for me. Get get that in the bag and then I can just focus on my waterfowl for the rest of the season. Yeah, Golden Boy went out and shot a little doe with his bow um, this last Sunday. Any film? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a little bit more um, involved to film that, I think. Yeah, and anytime he films, he's taking my cameras and stuff and... And so um, we've been having a lot of problems with with my Panasonic. Um, it's been having a lot of issues, so I don't know what to do. And that's I don't let him take – I don't let anyone take the one I just bought, the Canon Vixia, hmm. um, just because, you know, at this point it's like a $1,000 camera. And I mean the, the Panasonic's bad enough it's 500 if something happens to it. But when you're talking a $1,000 camera, it's just, it's just hard on a friendship for someone to take that out and have something happen to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So then the Panasonic's been having real issues. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys, what do you have planned for this weekend? You got your, uh, your uh, is it the central zone opening? Yes, it's early zone opener. And so, I mean, everything has changed in the course of the last five days, weather, weather-wise and water-wise. Now, there was tons of ducks around during the youth opener. But since then, it has, well, not since then, it, from about that day till now, it has rained nonstop. Every, every, single la- every single stream in this part of the state, in three-fourths of the state, are like flooding. It's just rained and rained and rained and rained and rained and rained and rained. So we had the birds certainly located and, and knew what was going on, and we knew there was tons of birds there. But um, since all this rain, I don't know, we're going to have to, totally rescout my dad's down there now so tomorrow is the first day where it's the rain's gonna stop he's gonna get out and scout like crazy um tomorrow and then i happen to have i'm um, the day off friday so i'm going down on thursday night hopefully aiden's going with me and we will scout again the entire day on friday so i'm camping thursday friday saturday um we'll spend the whole day friday scouting and see there should just be water everywhere which sometimes is a bad thing because it spreads birds out all over the place so i'm i I would assume that there's still plenty of birds there and then we have another cold front coming through um so i i anticipate that we're gonna find some birds to get on unless for some reason with all of the water and all the rain and you get a north wind they all just blow out and nothing comes back in i don't know um it's it's everything's changing right now so um, we're going to hunt Saturday morning. It's going to be my dad, Aiden, and Ben from Aiden. So the boys aren't going on, on any of these. But I, I think I think we will shoot birds. We're going to do full layout. There's plenty of blueing around. There's the has-been. But we're going to do full layout and try to get hit enough to shoot the pintails and the widgeons that are in the area. And I'm really excited. Depending on the water levels and where we hunt, I'm going to take – um, a bunch of my white rock, uh, mallard socks. 
and I'm thinking I might use a bunch of the hens with a few of the drakes because there's not many mal. In fact, I don't know that they even saw any mallards the other day. There's virtually no mallards around yet. Um, so I may take a bunch of the hen mallard white rock decoy socks, and I'm thinking about putting out a huge spread. So I think I've got like I can put out five dozen of those socks and three or four dozen floaters and. So I we might just go huge with a massive spread in shallow water because I will probably be hunting somewhere between ankle to to calf deep, which is perfect for the socks. So I, I'm really excited to use those for the first time. So fingers crossed, we'll have a massive spread out. We'll shoot a good mix of pintail, widgeon, green wing teal. Um, who knows? Maybe we can shoot a mallard or two um, if some blow in. But I'm excited about it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet hunting that shallow water with uh, all the windsock spread. Yeah, it, it's it, it it ought to be interesting. And with the, all of the rain that we've gotten lately, then on the next Friday, I've got that day off again. Um, all our local areas flood. So we've been basically on semi-drought all summer long. And most of our hunting pools either were dry. The natural ones went dry. The ones that could be pumped um, some of some of them were saying they couldn't pump them because they didn't have senior water rights. And but with all this flooding, now we went from that condition to everything has water, water all over the place. So any scouting I've done in this area um, from now is just worthless. So Friday, I'm going to spend the entire next Friday, a week from Friday, I'm going to spend that whole day just rescouting everything because then we've got the youth weekend opener for this area of the state. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, it's it's hectic. Lots of stuff coming up. Sweet. Sounds like uh, you know the season's about to come in and everything's mm -hmm. gonna be rolling and going super fast. And yeah, um, <laughs> I was just out today with uh, the guys from HCR shooting a little video, and uh, you know, shotgun shells going through the gun and smelling the gunpowder. I'm like, man, I'm ready. <laughs> just that smell, <laughs> man. Puts what kind of what kind of video were you shooting? Oh, just, you know, simple little, like, um, waterfowl content. That's cool. Yeah. Now, where will will th that kind of content go on their YouTube page, or will it go on their website and YouTube page? Yeah, it'll go on their website and their YouTube. So, kicking off a YouTube page forum, HTR Waterfowl. Um, we got the early goose season hunt on there, but, you know, we didn't have much early season here in Indiana. So, mm -hmm. but once regular season starts rolling in with those guys, I'll be filming all those and be it'll be uh you know i'll be doing double duty hunting and then filming so <laughs> i'll be out yeah, be in the field a lot this season i'm pretty pumped for it how many days a week do you think that'll mean you'll actually be in the field uh more than half i don't know <laughs> wow those guys hunt that much um it just depends you know it depends on the birds they're they're not ones to hunt if they can't find birds yeah. but you know there's there's a lot of good locations that we can hunt and so finding the birds won't won't be an issue it'll just be weather dependent so if we got good weather we'll be hunting all the time yeah now um oh man i, I can't believe what, what i was gonna say i forgot i totally blanked it <laughs> I, had, I had another i had another question i can't think of what it was oh well oh well yep so yeah I'm ready. How about you, Elliot? Ready for the season to roll in? Yeah, I, I'm. I, f I feel like we're already a quarter into it. Honestly, I mean, I've got 
um, five hunts under my belt out of the about 30 that I'll go on. So, you know, I guess I, I feel like it's no longer, I mean, they say openers, but I view a lot of people view teal season as like a warm up, but I don't view it that way at all. I love teal. Well, it's and, just, uh, <laughs> I think specifically with your area, it's unusual because the number of teal you get. Yeah, that's probably accurate. You say a warm up because most people get one or two. They're like, yeah, let's go yeah. Out and see what happens at first light, and you're just yeah. like swatting them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's true. That's true. That the that part of the state certainly attracts a bonanza of teal for sure, for sure. But yeah, well, the way the way, especially this year when we're decoying huge flocks and everything, it's like this isn't warm up. This is just duck hunting. <laughs> the do thing yeah. I do love about the later. Um, I don't prefer hunts to end within the first 30 minutes, unless it's like, if it's a Sunday and I've got to drive, then I like them to be quick. But like on a Saturday hunt, I, I would be perfectly happy limiting out about 10 30, 11 o'clock where you're getting, you know, you get a nice flock in and you get to talk, have a cup of coffee. And then another one comes in. I would much prefer something like that. than you know, you're out of there in 30 minutes. Yep. Not that I complain when, when that happens, because <laughs> when that happens, you're, you know, it's fun, but. As far as overall enjoyment when the late season rolls around and you're actually the, – the thing I love in the transition between teal hunting and big ducks is when you start getting to work birds because that is – you know when you're working big ducks and they're circling and you're calling them, that's certainly something you don't get blue-winged teal, and that is <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Can't wait. So hopefully we'll get some of that this weekend. Awesome. All right. Anything else you want to add before we uh, tune out of here? I don't think so. I just say if you guys have not made a subscription at Freelance Hunt Stats, um, there's more and more people signing up, more and more people logging hunts. And if you create a membership over there, you can go and see everyone's accumulated stats and see how everyone else is doing, not their specific names, but just the accumulated data. And it is a ton of fun to keep a track of kind of what people are doing and what you're doing. So if you haven't done that, make sure and do it. Heck yeah. All right, guys. Um, that's a wrap on, on the podcast for tonight. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles. Got my co-host, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting. Big shout out to all you guys. We really appreciate you guys tuning in, sticking with us week after week, and uh, you know, rolling into season. We're, we're pumped to get out there. Hope you guys are too. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap. Thanks again, guys, for joining us for the podcast making it to the end we really appreciate our tried and true supporters our tried and true listeners every week tuning in um we'd also like to give a shout out to our partners that make this podcast and this content possible um we'd like to thank white rock decoys we'd like to thank outdoor taxidermy gunner kennels and hgr innovations all right guys that's all we have for this week so we'll see you guys next time let's go